This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.08 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. It is time for Popit Popit Parliament where we bring you updates from the Day One Rakyat. It's Tuesday, which usually means the uh, PMX, Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim, kicks off the session with the Prime Minister's Question Time. First up, Batu MP P. Barbakaran uh, wanted to know the total amount spent on promotion and publicity work in conveying the government's achievements over the last three years. So Anwar revealed that the two previous administrations had spent 700 million ringgit for publicity and advertising contracts between 2020 and 2022. He added that most of the spending was made under the Prime Minister's office. Prime Minister's office's budget with a huge sum channeled towards promoting the two former Prime Ministers. Uh, sejak uh, 2020 sehingga 2022 ya, uh, kerajaan telah membelanjakan untuk promosi masih itu paguh dan sistem kerajaan 700 juta ringgit iklan promosi publicity ini bermakna hampir lebih 500 juta ringgit dibelanjakan semasa paguh dan selebihnya oleh bera tapi bera tidak belanja setinggi itu kerana ada lebihan sebab itu tahun 2023 saya tidak ada apa-apa peruntukan selain meneruskan kontrak yang dibuat semasa bera jadi 700 juta ringgit atau lebih kurang pada peringkat awal 300 juta satu tahun itu bagi saya melanggar peraturan tata kelola dan keterlaluan. In response to how much Anwar's office has spent on publicity this year, Anwar said that no funds were allocated for publicity this year's budget and that advertising was still being carried out under contracts awarded by the previous government. He also instructed the finance ministry to impose a cap on publicity spending at just 100 million beginning next year. Oleh itu, saya telah mengarahkan perbelanjaan mulai tahun depan kerana tahun ini saya hanya ambil kontrak yang sedia ada meneruskan apa yang di, telah dipersetujui oleh uh, BRA maknanya 2023 tidak ada peruntukan dan untuk 2024 saya telah mengarahkan supaya Kementerian Keuangan tidak meluluskan lebih daripada 100 juta ringgit ketimbang uh, jumlah sekitar 300 juta ringgit yang dibelanjakan terdahulu uh, ini uh, sementara kita anggap Penjelasan penerangan itu perlu. Saya tidak fikir kerajaan harus dibebankan dengan iklan dan publicity tambahan untuk promosi selain daripada program-program kita turun ke bawah menyantuni rakyat dan menerangkan melalui media masa termasuk media sosial. That was the Prime Minister on budget allocations provided for publicity and media buys for the government. And I just want to revisit that number, actually, because I, I just find it difficult. Shocking, yes, scandalous, yes. outrageous. I, uh, yeah, uh, yes. Well, you've taken up all the adjectives. <laughs> I'm j- actually, there are more. No, but genuinely, that's a lot. It's um, 700 million ringgit for publicity and advertising contracts um, over the previous two years. And that's a lot. I mean, uh, okay, acknowledging that those would have been the COVID years um, and that therefore perhaps some of the information 
outreach or whatever might have fallen under the, the PMO, it's still so much, I think, especially considering there would have been a separate budget for COVID anyway. Yeah, and when you think about the amount of channels the government has for putting out a message about programs, about, you know, things that are necessary, you know, yeah. government comms are necessary. But if it's about sort of burnishing the image of an individual who leads the government at that point in time and, uh, you know, and their tagline, that then sounds like it's not only excessive, but it borders on the kind of, you know, kind of megalomania that's creeped into, I think, public culture and political culture in this country, right? Well, I think it's also that a lot of the a lot of that happened as a two for one deal, right? So it would be pushing up programs and such, but with a singular photo or a photo of the prime minister or whoever it might have been you know, front and centre on billboards, on highways. And, and that's really what it is. Anyway, let us know. Do you think the government, this is kind of a no-brainer, should they be spending so much on promoting themselves? It's a rhetorical question. It's rhetorical because it's 350 ringgit, uh, 350 million ringgit per year across two years. Now he's, uh, the Prime Minister is saying it will be capped at 100 million. Uh, let us know that number to call, double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. The next issue that was brought up at the chamber was, uh, sorry, at the House was uh, unilateral sanctions by the US on those supporting Hamas and, uh, and the Palestinian cause. Machang MP Wan Ahmad Faisal wanted to know whether the government stands towards the passing of a bill by the US House of Representatives to restrict foreign entities that support Hamas and Palestine. An ongoing issue. So the Prime Minister said that Malaysia does not recognise those a- uh, actions taken by any countries, including the US, for unilateral sanctions. He added that the country remained firm in its stance of uh, supporting Hamas and does not consider the group a terrorist group. Kerajaan tidak mengiktiraf mana-mana keputusan, mana-mana negara, termasuk Amerika Syarikat, yang mengenakan sekatan atau sanction secara unilateral. Kita hanya mengiktiraf keputusan Majlis Keselamatan Bangsa-Bangsa Bersatu yang dibuat apa yang disebut sebagai multilateral. Jadi tentunya kita pertama tidak bersetuju dengan cara dan dibuat oleh Amerika Syarikat. Keduanya dia tidak mempengaruhi dasar dan keputusan kita. Dan sepanjang semalam saya menghubungi beberapa negara sahabat dan negara Islam yang memberikan pendirian yang sama bahawa kita tidak mengiktiraf. Sebab itu soal Pertama, hubungan dengan Hamas kita teruskan dulu dan sekarang. Dan kita tidak menganggap uh, menghukum Hamas sebagai badan pengganas. Dan kita beri perbandingan dan rasional yang jelas seperti mana juga Mandela dan ANC yang dijajah melalui program apartheid. Dan di sini, Palestine yang dijajah dengan dasar apartheid, dengan ethnic cleansing, dan sekarang dengan genosid. Jadi oleh demikian, apa yang berlaku adalah hak legitimate yang sah perjuangan rakyat Palestin Dan itu menjadi dasar kita. 
you know, another country that suffered uh, long sanctions is Cuba. Cuba mm. under American sanctions. Okay, but uh, let's go back to Parliament. Things began to heat up when the Prime Minister lashed out, apparently, at past Ulama Chief Dato Ahmad Yahya for claiming that the government was being apologetic about its stance on the Palestinian cause and that they were following the, the West and Israeli narratives on the ongoing conflict. So he referred specifically to an article uh, that was published in Haraka Daily yesterday, which was accompanied by a photo um, of the Prime Minister with an image of the Israel flag behind him. And he added that stern action would be taken against those who continue to make such statements, which he described as, uh, well, I mean, you'll hear it yourself, but he described as rude. Supaya jangan ketua daun ulama guna harakah mengkaitkan saya dengan Israel. Itu satu kenyataan yang biadab, yang melanggar tata fitnah. Fitnah yang guna serban tidak sah. Dan saya bantah sekerah-kerahnya. Kalau diulang, saya akan ambil tindakan keras terhadap sesiapa yang menggunakan berita. Ini yang saya sebut membina mahligah di atas pusara. Orang mati dan kita kerja setiap hari. Bawa kes ini. Minta OIC adakan sidang. Bawa China, Rusia, Brazil dan Ireland, Bolivia. Bincang dengan Kishida, Jepun, dengan Ruta, um, Netherlands. Dan minggu ini dengan naik presiden China. Tapi sewenang-wenang mereka hukuman biadab dan kurang ajar untuk... Anwar went on to say that the government is working relentlessly on the issue of Palestinian death tolls as the Palestinian death tolls continue to rise. He added that Malaysia has strongly supported the Palestinian cause and that all political parties should have set aside their differences to unite for the cause. Saya nak sebut ni ICJ. Ini bawah saya sebagai Perdana Menteri. Bulan Julai 23. Julai 2023. The Hague. Isu rakyat. Isu hak Palestin. Dia bawa. Dan kita Malaysia walaupun tidak membawa, menyokong apa yang diambil uh, Palestin, membuat kenyataan, memberi bukti, menyokong tindakan Palestin. Bila? Julai 2023. Faham sikit dalam hal ini. Jangan permainkan sebagai bahan politik pada kerana hal ini semua. Tak kira parti harus bersama memberikan sokongan supaya rakyat Malaysia dan dunia tahu Malaysia satu suara menyokong perjuangan rakyat Palestin. Baik. Dan ini pendirian yang yang dibuat supaya jelas kepada kita. As you can hear, um, you know, strong words there. He also responded to a supplementary question on media reports that continue to refer to Hamas as a terrorist group. He urged um, media practitioners to provide a better understanding of Israel's brutal ethnic cleansing policies, saying also that the media needs to be sensitive to public concerns. Saya setuju untuk mengingatkan rakyat, semua media, bahawa ada yang dikatakan legitimate, yeah, makna yang hak asas, Mana-mana negara yang dijajah, yang dizalimi, berhak. Seperti mana contoh terbaik adalah ANC. African National Congress semasa dituduh uh, teroris, marhum Tukuk Abdul Rahman memberi sokongan kepada ANC. Sehinggalah berterusan. Dan kita, kalau kita buat kenyataan menyokong ANC ini, pemimpin-pemimpin sebelum saya, ya, itu tidak mengiktiraf Kenyataan dunia barat bahawa Mandela itu kepala teroris, penganak. Jadi untuk Malaysia saya setuju. 
Harus ada kesedaran ini supaya semua media faham kegelisahan dan sensitiviti rakyat dan mengiktiraf hak rakyat Palestin untuk berbantah dan bertindak kerana saya selalu ungkapkan yang dispossession tanah, harta, maruah itu terus diperkosa dan dihina. Jadi ada hak mereka untuk bangkit. That was the Prime Minister, Datu Sri Anwar Ibrahim, on the media's role in highlighting the Palestinian cause. Some very heated words said by the Prime Minister there. We want to hear from you, though. Uh, was he right in calling Pasulama chief out for being biada or kurang aja? You can call us at double seven double three two nine hundred. You can WhatsApp us at zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine or tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, so moving on to the further Q&A session, um, Batong MP Dr. Richard Rapu wanted to know the percentage of students entering year one in Sarawak without basic 3M abilities, that's reading, writing and counting. Yeah, so the Deputy Education Minister Lim Hui Ying said that the number of students uh, in the state of Sarawak yet to master the basics of 3M skills recorded a decrease in February 2023. It now stands at about 1.2%, down from 2.1% last year. KPM sentiasa mengambil berat berkaitan pendidikan anak-anak sama ada di sekolah rendah maupun di sekolah menengah. Penguasaan 3M merupakan asas dalam menguasai dan meneroka pelbagai disiplin ilmu dalam pembelajaran. Berdasarkan pertanian ahli yang berhormat, saringan penguasaan 3M dilaksanakan melalui ujian diagnostik pengesahan awal saringan pengesahan mengikut tahap bagi murid sekolah rendah. Bagi sekolah menengah, verifikasi murid yang tidak menguasai 3M dikenal pasti berdasarkan tahap penguasaan TP, pentasiran bilik dajah TP1 dan TP2. Dapatan saringan berakhir pada Februari 2023 menunjukkan bahawa terdapat 1.2% murid tahun 6 yang masih belum menguasai asas kemahiran 3M di negeri Sarawak berbanding dengan 2.18% pada Februari 2022 di negeri Sarawak. The Deputy Minister added that several programs have been implemented to further reduce that percentage, which includes a special rehabilitation program for primary school students and the screening of students with special educational needs. Penurunan bilangan murid yang belum menguasai kemahiran 3M di negeri Sarawak adalah hasil pelbagai strategi yang telah dilaksanakan termasuk Program pemulihan khas untuk murid sekolah rendah yang masih belum menguasai kemahiran asas 3M sebagai satu daripada intervensi untuk membantu mereka. Guru pemulihan dengan kerjasama guru mata pelajaran bahasa Melayu dan matematik memberi bimbingan yang bersesuaian kepada murid pemulihan khas sehingga mereka dapat menguasai kemahiran asas 3M. Saringan penentuan murid berkeperluan pendidikan khas MBPK dalam kalangan murid pemulihan khas. Program cemerlang samarahan untuk murid tingkatan 1 yang belum menguasai 3M melalui strategi pemantapan pedagogi terbeza pengajaran dan pembelajaran PDP guru dalam memberi bimbingan kepada murid menguasai 3M. Kejayaan program ini turut dikongsi sebagai satu amalan baik ini kepada semua daerah dan sekolah secara berperingkat. That was Deputy Education Minister Lim Hui Ying on programs offered to improve students' basic skills in reading, writing and counting. This is for Year 1 students. 
Now, next up, uh, Sri Gading MP Aminolo uh, Huda uh, Hassan wanted to know if the government intends to introduce a new bill related to racial harmony. So, National Unity Minister Aaron Agodagang said that there were no plans to introduce a new bill to tackle 3R issues, adding that extensive dialogues have already been conducted to assess the effectiveness of the existing legislation. He added that the National Unity Special Task Force in 2019 had proposed enacting a number of new laws, including the Racial and Religious Hate Crimes Bill. However, all the proposals were not considered suitable for implementation at that time. Jutaan kuasa kerja penangan dan dan dasar-dasar memprosikan memprosikan kemuliaan negara pada tahun 2019 di atas kerjaan yang dahulu telah pun mengangkat cadangan untuk RUU Jenayah Kebencian Kaum dan Agama, RUU Kehamunian dan Rekonsiliasi Nasional dan Penubuhan Suranjaya Kehamunian dan Rekonsiliasi Nasional tapi kesemua cadangan ini telah pun tidak dianggap tidak sesuai untuk ditubuhkan pada masa itu dan pada tahun ini kerjaan di bawah Menteri Undang-Undang dan Diplomasi telah pun mengadakan sesi libat urus dan dialog pada bulan Julai untuk mengkaji keberkesanan penerangan sedia ada supaya hanya boleh dikaji dan membuatkan alternatif untuk diadakan. Tapi sekat ini belum ada syur atau keputusan terhadap diskusion itu. Pada masa sekarang, kementerian ini berpendapat, berpendapat tiada keperluan untuk mengubar atau memperkenalkan suatu undang-undang baru dan memenai dengan meningkatkan penguat, penguat kuasaan undang-undang sedia ada. That was National Unity Minister Aaron Agodagang and that is it for Popit Popit Parliament today. We discussed, uh, well, government spend on publicity and self-promotion, particularly over the last two years um, in previous administrations. The US's proposed unilateral sanctions against supporters of Palestine and Hamas, programs to improve reading, writing and counting among year one students in Sarawak. And as you just heard there, the issue of um, there being no new legislation to tackle the, the concerns around 3R in Malaysia. Keep those thoughts coming. That number to call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine and tweet us at BFM Radio. Bring forth Mula BFM eighty nine point nine. It's 5.26 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. We're back now to look at some of the messages that came through in relation to Popit Popit Parliament. Uh, let's actually start with a voice note that came in on the subject of government expenditure. Hi, um, I'd just like to say what an utter waste of money that we can actually afford to spend this much of money when we don't have much and we are having a lot of debts and all these things. And to make things worse, who's going to be held accountable? Are they going to answer? Or this is just going to be swept under the carpet? Karthi, thank you. Um, so this, I think, is in relation to the $700 million spent on promotion uh, from the PMO's office from 2020 to 2022. 
Yeah, and uh, I think, Karti, you, like many of us, uh, including those in the studio, just slightly outraged by that number. But how do we disaggregate what is legitimate government comps and the cost of that uh, versus things that are excessive and that really twin with uh, the interests of those in power at that particular time, right? So when if it's really about trying to somehow tie government programs to uh, parties and therefore you know get some sort of leverage for uh, electoral purposes? And uh, to your answer about, uh, to your question rather, about what happens next, is this going to be swept under the carpet? I mean, it's been spent. Um, It is, in fact, continuing to be spent, it sounds like, or continuing to be used. So all that's left or all it appears to to do now is to look forward, which is what the government's trying to do to kind of limit that expenditure for future. Uh, Meanwhile, Cheryl is weighing in on the subject of Palestine, saying so, so much time, resources, money, benefit in kind. It it has been used for the Palestinian cause only if only the same energy were used for the betterment of Malaysia and Malaysians. Our Prime Minister has been trying so hard to portray himself as a Muslim leader to the world, even though he became came the PMX with the vote of non-Muslim Malaysians. More than half of Malay Muslim voters didn't even vote for him or his party. Yeah, Cheryl, I get your maybe impatience with what's happening. It does seem a lot of focus is on Palestine. But I I think... Maybe we have to be fair about this, right? I, I think it's not just uh, Malay Muslims in this country who are concerned about what's happening in Palestine today, about you know the, the long-standing apartheid system that was uh, established there, and also the current kind of what amounts to genocide. And so I think you know, in many ways, uh, Anwar is in step with countries like South Africa that have pulled their diplomatic uh, uh, team from uh, Israel and, and many other countries that Bolivia that's cut off ties with uh, Israel. So this is what's happening in the world. It's just the the nature of the times, I guess. Keep those thoughts coming. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine, and tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM eighty nine point nine, the Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.